This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Vic and you're listening to another episode here on The Mindful Experiment. Each week I have the pleasure of interviewing someone to level up our mind, our life in some way, shape, or form and really tap in to elevate our consciousness and so forth. This week, I had the pleasure of interviewing Dr. Sean Sullivan. Dr. Sean is a licensed clinical psychologist and founder and CEO of One Perfect, an enterprise mental health and wellness platform that delivers personalized mindset shifting experiences called Shifts. Dr. Sullivan beginning his formal psychology education at Harvard University and completed it with a psychology residency at the University of Texas Health Science Center and postdoctoral training based at the University of California, San Francisco. He has since been featured extensively in national and international publications, including the New York Times, Forbes, and Huffington Post, to name a few. Dr. Sullivan's clinical research focuses on applying technology to improve mental health, particularly by teaching anyone how to shift their state of mind on demand. As a psychotherapist over 20 years, he also wrote popular psychology books and articles and created countless digital mental health, wellness, and peak performance psychology courses, apps, tools, and virtual reality treatments. Based on researching the impact of teaching his patients how to strategically shift their state of mind in a few minutes at any time, Dr. Sullivan developed Shift Therapy to guide anyone through the shifting into a better state of mind with their smartphone in under 10 minutes at any time. 
Demonstrating a major endorsement for shifting, the regents of University of California approved piloting shifts at University of California, Santa Cruz, during the pandemic. After two years of successful pilots, USCS Health Center subscribed their entire 20,000-member community to reactivate shifts in 2023. Dr. Sullivan believes teaching shifting is the best way to address the massive U.S. and worldwide mental health and unhappiness crisis we are currently facing. This time, we had a great conversation about shifts, mindset, his story, his background, how he got into this, and so much more. I'm excited to have, share this interview with you. Here is Dr. Sean Sullivan. Sean, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Vic. Good to uh, meet you and be with you. I appreciate it. Oh, man, I'm excited to have you on. The work you're doing, what you're up to, it is aligned with our podcast, our audience, and I I can't wait to dive into that stuff. So I'm excited for myself, just to be, you know, selfish reasons. But um, for my listeners, they know this already. I want to, we'll dive in, tell us a little bit about your story, how you kind of like got into what you're doing now and, and so forth. Yeah, well, I know we, we have a limited time here, so I won't dive Deep, deep, but the um, you know, thank you, thank you again for having me. The basic backstory is I'm a clinical psychologist. I've been at this 20 years. A lot of the focus of my research is on how to apply technology to psychology, and then I've practiced for 20 years in therapy with patients, building technologies that they use in practice during the sessions, and then also on their own outside of sessions. So just a lot of experience building technology to see what worked. And if I were going to talk about what got me into it, you know, it's it's the story like everyone who gets into the helping professions, difficult experiences, realizing I got to learn to um, be able to manage my emotions better, be able to tolerate, uh, in this case, a really bad breakup better, which is my first time into therapy things that I think we all go through on our way to being able to, what I think of now as a psychologist, as emotional regulation, right? Being able to deal with our difficult setbacks. So that's sort of the early origin story coming out of college. But since then, the focus has been how to use technology and treating patients and what works. And I guess the other thing I'd add is is what we learned. You know, we learned over the the last uh, twenty years building products that a product's not useful even if you get great data in the lab unless people use it. And so it's really important in these um, meditation, wellness, mindfulness products that people are using it if you're going to be, you know, talking about it at all because otherwise it's just uh, another thing that ends up in the in the drawer in the office. And so that's what excites me about what we've been doing for the last four years, which we can dig into more, but we're seeing great engagement with that. And um, it's, I think, because it's focused very specifically on teaching people how to shift into a better state of mind in five to 10 minutes, anytime. I love that. What is, I'm real big into the tech, so I I love this. Um, What is some of the stuff that you're using or or you've seen that is and and it's probably like anything else like there's different tools for different applications correct me if i'm wrong but um what are some of the tech that you you utilize and so forth that you developed and you've been using the last four years well the this uh the company that i referred to is called one perfect and we have a very specific intention and that's to teach people how to shift into a better state of mind wherever they are anytime whether they're at a one out of ten and they need to get to a four or they're at a five and they need to get to a 10 over the course of five minutes, you, you identify I'm feeling sad or lonely or frustrated, or I can't sleep or I'm un, unmotivated. 
and you get a digital experience over the next five to 10 minutes that shifts you into a better state of mind. And um, that's really based on research that we've seen on products like this, including ones that I've built over the last 20 years. There's enormous amounts of positive research showing that mindfulness, meditation, uh, lots of different tools like that, if you do them consistently, have real effects on your brain over time that are positive, that in, improve your baseline mood state, and also improve your ability to reduce stress when you need to. The new learning with this to me has been actually twofold. One, that 90% of people are able to do it. So you bring, you know, you come into an experience and you say, for example, I'm feeling a three out of 10 right now. At the end of that five minute shift, we call it, uh, people are reporting, 90% of people roughly have reported that they're, they've shifted toward or into their chosen state of mind. And so it was a surprise to me that it was that quick that people could do it. And then that actually is also modeled in the research that's showing that these shorter sessions, 10-minute sessions, 5-minute sessions, now have a lot uh, increasing clinical evidence that they're having that effect that we're also seeing in real life. So those are converging. And I think we're going to see in all sorts of, uh, you know, wellness, mental health practices, these kind of tools being recommended outside of practice as a lifestyle and then used inside of practice for teaching methods. I love that. And is it, do you mind like walking through like a, a, a process of a shift? Like, is it music? Is it brainwave? Is it neuro stuff? Like what, what's the, if you don't mind yeah. sharing yeah, yeah, yeah. So there are a couple different places that you can start. If you go to oneperfectshift.com, I'm sure we'll cover this later, then you can uh, subscribe and get a free shift. And that's a free shift every week that's going to be emailed to your inbox. And what that means is that you're receiving a text version of a shift that you can uh, scroll through your inbox and go through as quickly or slowly as you want. And you can click on it if you choose and open it. So it might be actually one went out yesterday. It was called Shift Out Loud. If you click on it, it opens up to a podcast version. So that's the audio version of that. And if you want a hyper-personalized version, you click again, you open up the app and you can get, uh, you know, there are video shifts in there. There are personalized shifts. There are ways that you can create your own shift and then blend your voice into your shifts. So we're really teaching you how to create these for yourself. Because my view is that ultimately that's the most powerful for you if you can learn to do it yourself, hear it in your own voice, use it in the very sort of specific ways that you need to use it. Maybe uh, I learned this method actually as a therapist for performance athletes. So tennis players who have 90 seconds in between games on the changeover want to get themselves in the right state of mind. So we would practice doing that. And ultimately it would be a 90 second recording that the patient in this case, sort of a performance athlete made that they would use between sessions. So we applied that concept in shifts. So the answer to the question is there's a whole variety of ways that you can use it. Um, we find obviously that the emails are the ones that get used the most because they're the easiest, right? You open them up 50% of people that are um, subscribing are engaging with their shift every week. And then from there, you're engaging in a more personalized way, I would say. It could be video, it could be audio. And um, really, the, you know, my uh, intention on doing a lot of talking this month and coming on a podcast like yours is to introduce shift therapy, which is really the next phase of this. And that's, we're going to do what we just talked about, but add live shift therapists. And so anyone who's interested in becoming a shift therapist, what it means is, you become a master at shifting yourself 
by getting training. And then you use that mastery to teach other people how to do it uh, where they come into the app, sort of Uber for mental health, right? You identify, oh, Victor looks like he's got a background like mine. He looks like he knows what he's doing. He's got five stars. I'd like him to shift me over the next five minutes because I have a meeting coming up that I need to present, for example. I come on. This is not particularly appropriate because I know you're you're a motivator, but you're you're you do uh, it's um, back adjustments, right? Chiropractic. So maybe uh, maybe my body needs to feel better. So I click on Vic, and you appear on the screen. For let's say, for example, in shift therapy, the first minute is bringing me into presence with an audio visual experience, and then you've been chosen. So you arrive on the app. And you shift me for the next five minutes based on a script that you're supplied with that we've tested for four years now that we know works. And you sort of blend in your own personality to that script and you shift me. So that's the future. And if people are interested in becoming a shift therapist, yeah, come check it out. We'd love to see if you're a natural at it because that's what it takes. I love that. No, I think this is crucial and, and so important in today's world. You know, I talk a lot about reacting versus responding and how we're just so reactive. And I get into that, that kind of concept and to just shift for a second, it'll take you back into the response state. How great is this for, cause this sounds to me like pattern interrupts in our normal mm. psyche and how we're operating in that normal condition response that we normally do in life. How does this, does this like, well, one, is it a pattern as a, there's a multitude of questions here. So one, is it a pattern yeah. interrupt? Number two, does this help an individual break out of certain patterns? Can this be utilized then too? Because a lot of the work I do outside of chiropractic with my coaching stuff is subconscious mind, limiting beliefs, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. rewiring the mind, rewiring subconscious and all those or reprogramming subconscious and all those different things. How, where's this, this come in line with those kind of things? I, I think that's right on the money. So pattern interruption, yes, this is the, the like I said, the surprise to me was that ninety percent of people are able to do that, do this. And so what it means to me is that if you are able to, the real challenge is recognizing I have some trigger emotionally, especially if you're talking about sort of the mental health side, sadness, loneliness, frustration, anger. Um, if you have a performance issue, it's just remembering, okay, there's a tool here who can that can help me or who can help me if it's a, a shift therapist. So that's the challenge on that side. And if you can remember that, if you can learn to, for example, open your app when you have a, a stressful experience, then this is that's what it's doing. It's interrupting that emotional experience. You're recognizing your own trigger. And now we're guiding you out of it. And we know, like I said, 90% of the time it works if you can get yourself to do it. That's the big hurdle. Um, and the, the the second half of your question to me is really about there's so much research now that is showing that these short five-minute, 10-minute sessions, whether it's with a live coach or whether it is a digital experience, if you can get yourself to do it, I, I talk about you know, thinking about getting yourself to do it once a day as a lifestyle, it to me, it's so obvious. You know, I get up in the morning and spend five to 10 minutes. Used to be really intimidating to me to say, okay, I got to do an hour meditation or a 30 minute meditation. Okay. That habit just doesn't stick for people, but this habit can stick because five minutes um, is quick. And also you feel good after five minutes. And so it's sort of self-reinforcing and sticky that way. And we're seeing in the research that if you can make it 30 days, you tend to have built the habit. If you make it 60 days, they're seeing brain changes 
associated with having done that that reflect uh you know this, um limbic system arousal reduction really so different areas of the brain are reacting differently as a baseline after 60 days so 60 days sounds like a long time so i say 30 days because you sort of have the habit by then and for me the habit is pretty sticky like i said because it feels good so if you can do it with your morning coffee I do it overnight also if I get, you know, uh, for me, the origin of this, this sort of um, recent origin was stress in the middle of the night, being too busy, you know, having the thing the next morning, I got to get up, I'm not sleeping and realizing I'm a psychologist that really should be (laughs) dealing with this better. So I said, okay, let's develop a specific shift for that moment in the middle of the night when I wake up and I developed it and started practicing it. And I realized like to my absolute pleasure that it works every time once you get it it works every time because you know what works for you basically um so i do it in the middle of the night that doesn't happen anymore partly it doesn't happen because once you know you have a solution to something your fears that are producing that stress and anxiety are really mitigated and that's another i think big value of this once you learn for yourself that you're five or ten minutes away from a better place anytime then a lot of the stress that you had is automatically suppressed. And I imagine that's part of what the research is showing. I love it. And I love how you brought up too, like in, what was it, 60 days? I mean, that aligns with, um, they've done studies with meditation and looking at actual brain tissue in someone who just meditated 10 minutes a day for eight weeks, which is 56 days. So we're right there. Um, And the thickening of the prefrontal prefrontal cortex, which would then align to then the pathways to the amygdala and stuff like that would be uh, not as strong anymore um, because that's an antagonist to it. And so long story short, that reactiveness and all that aligns. So it's cool to see something else get similar results in that way because I... It, it just aligns with my philosophy. There's many, many paths that lead to, you know, to what our, our goal is. But, um, and I think the evening yeah. thing is so crucial. A lot of times, you know, if we, what's going on in our mind and how our mind works. And you know, I know, you know, this just very well, where at the end of the night, you know, you're dumping all the memories and all these different things. And we've all had that moment when we wake up in the middle of the night. For me, sometimes it'll once in a while happen around two in the morning. And I'm just like, I wake up and I'm going, crap, I'm not going to be falling asleep. I can already feel it. I already know my body, no matter what. And then my mind is racing, bouncing around. I'm doing my breath work. I'm trying to wind down. And it's just like, then eventually I break the pattern and then I can go to sleep, but it's always interesting. Um, So I think it's crucial to have some sort of a shift like that pattern, that uh, pattern interrupt that process. And then like the experience you had, be able to do that. Just want to take a quick break here and just share with you if you've been enjoying this episode please do me a huge favor and just share it with a friend a family member someone that you know would benefit or enjoy listening to this just like you are if this is your first time listening to the episode please subscribe if you haven't done so already it allows you not to miss another update or episode release that we do. If you're enjoying this, please do me a huge favor and sh- share a review on whatever platform that you listen to at uh, the podcast on. It helps expand our reach and our mission out there and so much more. Now, let's go ahead and let's get back to the show. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, anything that we have that's a struggle in our life, it's nice to have some kind of antidote to it when it comes up. And that's one that I just realized, okay, this is happening. And there's a there's what turns out to be a fairly obvious solution, especially at that time, you know, when your brain's sort of half working, right? You're half asleep. Listen for me, and I think for a lot of people listening to something. And just putting all your attention on that, that's basically designed to guide you into peaceful rest and remind you, even if you're not asleep, you're getting good rest, like, you know, and chill you out, relax your body, body scan. And actually the research I think that you were probably referring to might be different research, but it sounds similar. That mindfulness-based stress reduction research where they ran a trial with MBSR, that's sort of 20 minute sessions over the course of eight weeks compared to Lexapro, right? Which is uh, anti-anxiety, anti-depressant. For the first time, they ran that study and they showed the same, you know, no improve, no better improvement with taking a psychopharmaceutical than doing mindfulness-based stress reduction and, um, you know, a lot fewer side effects. And so we saw, okay, this stuff works. Uh, that's, Research has been going 30 years, but they finally did a trial very specifically against a pharmaceutical. Um, so I think that opened Pandora's box to people seeing, oh, I can sort of do this on my own in a lot of ways. Not that there's not a place for everything, but that was breakthrough research to me. And then they started testing these shorter ones, and we're seeing similar patterns of results. I love it. And I love you brought up another thing too, about like how you do it first thing in the morning. And I think that's just uh, important because uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks a lot about this and my own research. I've seen it too, just with people I work with, like just working with clients and people and their thought have patterns and how, when they first wake up, how they, why they feel certain ways. I'm like, and you know, you wake up and you're last night, you may have been I'm looking forward to tomorrow or I'm, I'm, I want to, I got things to do or whatever, whatever you're, you're ma mapping out your day. And then they wake up and they're stuck in that same old thinking, thinking, thinking. They can't figure out like, why is it my feeling this way? I don't understand. And um, like Joe, Dr. Joe would always say, like, you know, you, you're you're waking up and that's your past. And I think the cool thing about the shift in the morning is, is you're um, that's where you're you're still in that theta state. Do you do you recommend doing it like first uh, thing in the morning? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, for me, that's the way it works best. A lot of people, I think, that's the best way to build the habit. And maybe you're touching on part of the reason why that is. Because I mean, um, we can get into brainwave stuff and all that. And I'm, I, I love that stuff. But um, but I love the concept of what you're bringing. And the thing is for the listeners, it's only five to 10 minutes. Who can't find five to 10 minutes in a day to just have a shift? And this can be applied to any facet, right? It's not just a specific um, demographic. This is anybody, anywhere, any That's profession, it, anything, correct? Yeah, the idea is meet someone where they are right then. To me, it really grew out of, uh, as a psychotherapist, the first five minutes of every session, no matter what the treatment plan is or what the diagnosis might be, the first five minutes is, you know, what's been going on for you in the last 10 minutes? <laughs> where are you at? And let's come into presence together in order to do good work. And I saw that that was such a natural process for people that happens every time, as long as you set the intention and take the five minutes. And so we built that concept into shifts and yeah, I, I, if you can't do five minutes, then I think you need to look at why that is probably because it means that things are pretty chaotic for you. Likely if you want to, and you see that this, you can see the benefits of it and you're not able to build that habit. Yeah. There's something else going on. So 
maybe actually reach out and go see someone for that. There's an attention issue or there's there's something about the structure of your life that's not allowing you to care for yourself, which is really vital if you want to care for others. And, you know, I would, if we got into it, probably argue if you want to live your purpose and all that stuff, you really need to be able to take care of yourself. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, self-care is, you know, the, uh, in my world, it's like, it is the number one thing to do. And I know you know this very well, but it's like, um, you can't give a, a, a cup of coffee when your cup is empty, correct? There it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or however that saying yeah. goes, I always like the yeah. coffee one. It's easy, but <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. And then also, you know, doing this stuff gives you that time to reflect and see where you are. And then sort of um, maybe another way to put it is pay it forward, right? Share what you're, what you're learning. And really that's going to be an embodied sharing. Like you're at peace more, you're in presence more. And that means that anyone that you come into contact with, whether it's your kids or your spouse or your partner, um, or your your um, colleagues, they're going to reflect your presence. And so there's really, I think you can think about a gift that you're bringing to the world by taking care of yourself that way. And especially too, like you're talking about the whole shifting. I just love this whole concept because it's it's able to what you just shared there. Like I always say, like when you're when your cup's full, you're you're now all of a sudden bringing your best version to all things. And yeah. when you're able to do that, like you just said, I mean, imagine what that does for a relationship, what that does in your job and your career, your your own health and, and all those things. And the more that you can, because let's face it, life is all about contrast. We're going to have ups and downs. We're going to have all those things. Um, we don't happen. Get away you're going to have many mindsets throughout the day. Right. I mean, it's uh, I, I forgot I was talking to one person who we was talking about like trances and like how we just go in and out of conscious, unconscious, you know, subconscious kind of things. And it's like, I don't remember what the number was. I think it was like 50 to 150 times. I'm like, that's I a lot it. of yeah. disconnected coming back and whatnot. But but it's just amazing on the mindset you brought up of the various parts of the day and then having a place in some sort of fashion or form, because I love seeing technology used in a way that helps us. I mean, I'm not saying there's not a lot out there for it because there is, but there's, I think this is more of like, it's a holistic approach. It relates to my philosophy and chiropractic. You know, a lot of times chiropractic is a very, and I won't get into it, but chiropractic is a very uh, uh, misunderstood profession. But like what we do is we don't treat, we don't treat any condition, illness, symptom, or disease. We make an adjustment and it affects the whole of the system. You're creating yeah. shifts that affects the whole of an individual's yeah. life. Oh, that's a great way to put it. Uh, and... I, I, I'm so with you on that. The, the And, and I, I didn't mean to uh, diminish by saying uh, just backs. I was just struggling for the word a while back, but totally, I totally get that. I, I know chiropractic has been on the sort of the avant-garde of wellness early on, right? Sort of seeing that point that you just made that everything is connected in the same, your, your analogy to me is perfect. Same thing with a little bit of shift that's intentional changes. Probably it touches every one of your 30 trillion cells and that's cascading through your body. And when we do it in the morning and before I forget, I want to share this, sorry to interrupt you for just a second. It's the morning that you do it in the morning. It cascades through the day. I love, and it's like, it just sets the tone. Like a lot of things I talk about in this podcast is uh, lately, I've become a vibe and vibration and energy and frequency. I get into the quantum realm of all that. But you're this is just for the listeners. This is something that literally sets the tone. 
right? Yeah. It sets that vibe. It sets that intention uh, to then hold that over as long as you can, because there's so many influences of frequencies and life and energy around us. If you, for an example, if you did something like this and then you're going to watch the news, yeah, that may disrupt things a little bit. Would you agree? That's another shift you're giving yourself if you put the news on, right? It's a pretty similar concept. You know, if you feed yourself some, some nastiness, now we think of the news as nasty, right? But if you feed yourself another five minutes of nasty, that's going to shift you again. So yes, I, I totally follow that. And the concept here is it's always there for you throughout the day. You do another five minutes later if you need it or when you need it, but based on what you need it for. Yeah. And in when someone first starts, so here, let's say someone's listening to this and like, oh my God, I love this. I can literally shift. I can actually have some sort of control because I, I know for me growing up as a kid, you know, emotions were so like, they were just a fire in me and I didn't know how to handle them. Like I, yeah. it, not that I had outrages um, or anything, but it was just more internal battles I had. And I'm like, why do I get like this? And I get angry and I shake and I cry. And I'm like, what is going on here? And um, growing up being a male in an Italian, you know, up, up, upbringing emotions, you just not okay. Oh, and wow. so it is one of those things where, um, I always felt powerless. Like I can't control this. I'm reacting all the time and I don't know mm. how to control it. Um, yeah. something like this, I, 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 I would, I'm like, man, I'm so happy it's out there. Cause it can be able to, for those who are listening, if you feel that way, uh, it gives you that power back to have that control. Right. Ah, I, I yeah, I empathize with you. And it's in a way, it's the story of everyone growing up, right? You're just you just don't have control of your emotions. And for some of us, it's harder than for others. And you kind of have to figure out how to modulate that. But yes, um, the feedback that we get often uses the word control. I have so much more control over my life now. Um, and I think that is probably because a lot of people feel like they don't have that control over their life and they they seek it in some way. I, you know, we could talk about this for a long time. I don't love the the concept of control, right? Because you're you're changing your thoughts and all that about cognitive behavioral therapy is pretty weird to me. I think, you know, we're really it's the piece where you talked about your history is revisiting you, right? That that the morning it's just coming back and so it's that you're feeding yourself uh, maybe not a new thing, but the a story that's aligned with your values and your purpose and also meeting you where you are. And as a result, yes, it is controlling the next part of your day. So um, and I was reminded when you talked about that, that uh, invariably a shift will end towards the end. You'll be flagged with something like, okay, let's set an intention now to take this present state that we have or whatever state flow state that we came into and bring it into the rest of our day and stay present for the rest of our day. And, you know, that extends the amount of time that you're going to stay present for. And I believe that, well, the research also reflects the more you do this stuff, the easier it is to drop into that state that's best for you. Um, for a lot of people, it's, there's just a learning, oh, I have different states throughout the day and I have some control over what they are. So, uh, yeah, I don't know how useful that was, but <laughs> you made me think. No, it was great. Cause it's, it, it, what I kind of usually share is like reacting and responding, right? We react, but now with doing this work, we can actually respond. We get to choose instead of just, ah, here we go. Here's whatever that is. 
And so I think that's, and to me, that's so critical because we can take a moment, kind of hit the reset button for a second and then shift our mind to that higher consciousness, which makes us human. You know, the only, I think the only species in the world that has a prefrontal cortex is the dolphins, if I'm not mistaken. Ah, yeah. Well, I'm not going to argue with you on that one, but (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, I totally agree with that idea, and I I think it's backed up by just so much good psychology around if you're able to interrupt and have a different experience with something in the moment a couple times and it goes positively, it's amazing. You know, I don't know what your uh, experience was as a child growing out of that, but I imagine that the first time you had that experience where, oh, I did control this or it did go differently, do that a couple times and now you've burned this new wiring into your brain and it doesn't take that much. It just takes a structured approach to it um, and a couple successes and all of a sudden, you, I think to me, the, the way that it, it resonates the most is you know that within a few minutes, I can get to a better place. And that's a very soothing piece of self-knowledge. A lot of hope there. I love this. Sean, I can, I can talk to you all day on this. I, I just love what you're doing in, in this topic. Um, but real quick, before we go, how can people find out more about what you're doing how to become a shift uh, therapist? Therapist, yeah. Right, therapist, I'm yep. sure I had the right, right word right. And all those things and so much more. Yeah, so uh, for individuals that are interested in learning how to shift, oneperfectshift.com I think is the best place to start. Free subscription, get your weekly shifts and learn everything you need from there. And then what we do as an organization is we supply organizations with shifts for their employees. So it could be, we have a university system we work with, we have employers we work with. If you're an organization or interested in a trial for your organization, just go to oneperfect.com and that's all spelled out, O-N-E perfect.com. So oneperfect.com or one perfect shift if you just wanna start learning. Uh, But yeah, great talk to you, Dr. Vic. Thanks for all that you're doing, brother. This is so critical in so many ways, as I know you know this already. Uh, I'll be going to get that free subscription. Listeners, I'll have all this in the show notes for you to go ahead and get access to that. John, thank you so much. I appreciate you taking the time. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.